Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleece, and today I am talking to you about why I took a break from social media and maybe why you should too. Um, this isn't an episode where I bash on Instagram by any means, but it is an episode where I think it's good to shine light on how it's affected me, potentially how it's affecting you, and what you can do about it. So if you have ever been on social media and it has made you feel worse about yourself, then this is the episode for you. So keep on listening. I've got a lot of great content for you today, and I hope you feel really inspired and encouraged by the end of this episode. So let's go ahead and jump right on in. Okay, so let's jump right on in and kind of talk about why I took a break from social media. I actually, for the first 21 days of February, was on a fast. It was for spiritual reasons, but I gave up dairy for 21 days, social media for 14, and alcohol for 7. That's just how I chose to do it. It is not... A cookie cutter way to do it by any means and even if you have no interest in taking a break from social media for spiritual reasons I still think that ultimately it can be really beneficial for you and it really was for me you know since Instagram came out I've been very interested in taking photos and sharing my life I love the creative outlet that it can be However, as my job has changed and as Instagram has changed, my connection towards it has also changed. And to be completely honest, I wouldn't say it's always for the best. Instagram has allowed me to connect with some incredible, wonderful people that I would not have otherwise had the opportunity to do so. However, it has also connected me to a lot of people in which I can constantly compare myself to and come up falling short. If you happen to be one of those people who isn't affected by this and you're just kind of like, Cammie, I mainly just follow my friends and I don't really feel the comparison issue that everybody talks about from Instagram, count yourself oh so lucky. I wish that was me. I wish I could get on the platform and not kind of have this fear of what I share or this comparison to perform or be better or to, you know adapt based on how the industry is going but for myself it is very real and I do think that this does affect so many people and based on the conversations that I've had that is why I wanted to do a podcast about Instagram and how it affects you and how it really can take a toll on your worthiness and how you actually can show up in the world so Taking a break for me, like I said, was for spiritual reasons. A fast, if you're not very familiar with that, is where you kind of remove something from your life, whether food or obviously like social media, and you create intentionally space for God. So it's about connecting yourself and myself, you know, to God, your creator, to a higher power, and to believe that maybe this world isn't all about how we perform on Instagram or all about these foods that we've become, you know, so habitual about but aren't really connected to. So it was an incredible experience for me to take a step back, spend more time in prayer, and kind of actually remind me of what's ultimately important. And that's why I think this can be for everyone. I think taking a break from Instagram or whatever social media platform 
might be causing you any form of struggle can be so beneficial. We have to take charge and protect our own mental health. And you can passively let these things affect you or you can actively create boundaries and take the initiative to say, I'm going to make this a place where I feel my best and it doesn't tear me down. You are going and clicking follow, follow, follow and like, like, like. You are creating your feed so you can uncreate it and recreate it in a way that's beneficial for yourself. So I find Instagram really fascinating and I listened to a comedy stand-up special by Bo Burnham and it was incredible. He's seriously one of the most um, intelligent, clever speakers and I don't know, I remember seeing his videos in college, you know, he's singing pretty much highly inappropriate songs with his piano, but he's evolved and so has his messaging. And one of the things that really stuck out to me that he's talked about is our generation um, being raised, being told we were special and we were unique and that our voice mattered. And I don't disagree that we all were uniquely created for a purpose and that we all have something special about us. But what this message has done is it's made us feel like what we have to say is very important. And Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever it might be for you has given us the platform we need to perform and to feel heard. So Instagram has come in and given our generation exactly what it needs based on what we were told when we were growing up. You are special and your voice matters and what you have to share matters. And I don't want to like completely disregard that and poo-poo on that. I do really believe that. But I also think that maybe the way we approach it can be not as healthy as it was intended and it can end up really taking on this identity of more narcissistic traits than it was intentioned to do. And that's why I think it's really important to kind of keep an eye on the relationship that you have towards those platforms. I don't think Instagram's going anywhere, and I don't think our ability to connect through these virtual platforms is going anywhere. But I'm not super happy about that because I think we've lost this ability to connect one-on-one in person because we're so distracted by what's on our phones or we want the instant gratification of scrolling through and seeing new photo, new photo, new photo, new photo. And our minds just are constantly needing that. That's why, you know, our attention span is lowering so much and Instagram is just thriving off of it. That's why Twitter characters can be like only 140. We don't want to read any more than that, you know? And I think that that is such an interesting way that our culture is evolving and something that we have to actively not let ourselves get swept up in it and realize halfway downstream that we're miserable and feeling super insecure and unhappy and we don't really know why. And for myself, I was able to point a finger at Instagram and say, yeah, you're not making me feel my best right now. What am I going to do about it? It was hard for me, if I'm being honest, because I am connected to Instagram through my business. I do get connected through clients and with opportunities through my social media. However, I value my mental health more. And so it was kind of one of those things where I realized, yeah, people might notice and it might affect you, but what's worse? 
having a few people notice that, hey, you haven't posted in a while and my algorithm getting messed up or me continuing to be sucked into this trap of my identity being compromised because of what I was showing myself and telling myself through the platform. So I feel like at the end of the day, even though my business is connected and maybe your business is, it's still something that you can do. And I do think something that people really respect you choosing to do. It doesn't have to be for a year. It totally could be. But whatever it looks like, be honest with the people around you or maybe your followers and just let them know, I need a break. I'm doing this for me. I encourage you to take that same initiative if you feel affected this way and let's do this together. So I feel like I got a really positive response, which is also why I wanted to share my experience because I talked to other people who had done the same and felt really encouraged by it as well as people who were curious about the why and how that I did it. At the end of the day, it was just not making me feel very good about myself. I was, I had already distanced myself from Instagram, but as you know, and as I've talked about, I have definitely worked through a lot of body image and self-esteem issues. And Instagram is full of a lot of very normal looking people and a lot of really, really pretty people. And that has is nothing against them, but for me, my comparison and that little evil voice in my head was very quick to chime in as soon as I saw somebody who had a body that I'd always thought I wanted. And it was right back into that diet mindset of like, if you would just ease up on those carbs and go start working out five, six, seven days a week, you could be that too. And I was tired of having to battle it out between these two voices just because I liked this girl's clothes. So I had to choose for myself that because this is directly affecting my mood and how I'm approaching my day and how I feel about myself, then I'm going to take a shift. I'm going to do something different. And we might wonder, like, why are we actually addicted? And is it addict? You know, are we capable of being addicted to social media? I'm sure you're like, yes, Cammie, we all know that. But it really, you can. It is. And by definition, social media sites are designed to be addictive. Rachel O'Neill, who has a PhD and she's a therapist um, in Ohio, she kind of talked about this on the website Talkspace. And she kind of says the very nature of scrolling impacts our mental health. It's hard for anything to compete with the constant high that comes from checking new posts, getting new likes, or being retreated, re tweeted. Virtually every aspect of social media is designed to activate the pleasure centers of the brain. So when we get used to going to social media for that high, for those likes, for those comments, soon when those aren't happening to the consistency that we want them or feel that we need them, it can have a major impact on our mental health. And they kind of, she goes on to say, if you, how you need to know if you need to take a break, which is how I for sure I needed to take a break. She goes, for those individuals who begin to notice a connection between their mood and their social media use, I suggest a social media pause. It doesn't have to be a full detox, but rather the introduction of some new moderation management. And just like I have explained, I actually wrote a post this Tuesday about my taking dairy out of my diet for my fast and what that sort of did. 
I feel the same way about social media. Only until I removed it completely for a short period of time was I able to see the effects that it was having on my health and my life, and then was I able to reintroduce it in a more healthy manner. I was able to break some of those habits, I was able to break some of those compulsions, and then slowly decide how I wanted to reintroduce those back in. At the end of the day, social media is what you make of it, and you have the power to make it a place you enjoy being. But I caution you to find your, from finding your worth there. I caution you from finding your joy and your excitement there. Because one of the most interesting things that I realized, which is silly as it sounds, is that a meal was still amazing, an activity or an event was still incredible and beautiful, and my life was still worthy of enjoying, even if I never shared a single moment on Instagram. And it actually helped me connect at my dinners. It actually helped me appreciate my surroundings because I was no longer worried about sharing it so that people could see what I was doing or sharing it so that people could see what I was eating. I just lived my life like we did however many years ago before social media. And it helped me say to myself ultimately that my life still has value no matter who sees it and no matter how I share it. So as I've stepped back onto Instagram, I'm kind of changing how I want to post. I'm kind of changing the cadence. I'm not worrying so much about it. And it's helping me realize, sure, I might go a few days or I might post every day in a row. Sure, I might say something inspirational or I might just be funny. At the end of the day, it's supposed to be an expression of me and an expression of my life. And anything outside of that is not genuine and authentic, which is also why it can feel really draining. So if you're deciding that maybe you need to take a break from social media too, I challenge you to first ask yourself, how is it actually affecting you? Is it something where you realize you're on it when you're in the car, when you're walking, when you're with friends, when you're at work, right before bed, when you wake up? How much are you really using this platform? And Apple phones, I know for sure, have a way that you can kind of look and see your data usage and where you're spending most of your time on your apps. I don't even know how to get to it, but you can figure it out, I'm sure. And that will help you see how much time am I spending on social media? How much time am I spending on Netflix? How much time am I spending on my email? And you might be a little surprised to realize how quick those hours or minutes add up. And I would kind of see if you feel like there's a correlation between your mood and your self-esteem as you do that. So if you've decided that, yeah, this doesn't make me feel as good as I want it to, then I really encourage you to just take a break. What I did is I put it in a folder. I put Facebook and Instagram in a folder at like the back page of my you know, iPhone screen so that I had to swipe, 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 swipe. And then if I clicked on the folder, the title of the folder said, do not use, you're on a fast. And honestly, I never actually really went to it, but it made it just that much more challenging. And I haven't even moved it from that spot, which has helped me really not go there very frequently anymore anyways. But I challenge you to take a break. Maybe it's just a week. Maybe it's just a weekend where you just unplug and let yourself be with the people that are in your life right in front of you. Maybe it just allows you to realize that your life still has so much worth 
outside of this platform and that you don't have to look like those other girls or live that life or have those clothes or have that relationship to still appreciate where you're at. Because comparison is absolutely the thief of joy. And when we start comparing ourselves, it makes us think we're entitled to those things. And you're not entitled to any of those things. You don't, the world doesn't owe you all of this stuff. And I think that was something that I'm trying to understand better for myself. But by me comparing myself and thinking I'm owed that same thing too, takes away from how hard that person has probably worked for it and the path that they were called to walk themselves. We are not all called to walk the same line, walk the same road or the same journey. And there's a lot of hidden stuff behind those really pretty pictures that you have no idea about. And if you actually traded lives or you actually had that life, it might be not all it was cracked up to be. And you might realize how lucky you really were. But only until you take a step back and say, these things do not control me and do not define my worth. Can you take your power back from this tiny little app that shouldn't have the power that it ultimately has? Now, let's say, okay, you've acknowledged you need to take a break and you have taken a break. How do you approach it when you come back to it so that it's different this time? For me, I went and unfollowed a whole lot more people. There was a time where I was probably following a few thousand people. Why? Why? You don't even see all of those posts. Gosh knows how Instagram decides who I see and when I see and how I see it. And I want to see my friends and the people that encouraged me more frequently so I could, again, followed a whole lot less people. Now, what I did do, if I'm being completely honest, is there are some really cute, really inspirational people that right now do not make me feel my best. And so what I did is I did unfollow them, but I saved a photo of theirs to one of Instagram's folder things that you can create that said follow later. And if I miss seeing their post or if I realize, holy crap, I don't compare myself very much on Instagram anymore and I am totally protected mentally and I know what I need to say and what I need to do, I can follow some of those people again. Then I can go back and find them easily and re-add them because there are some people that I really enjoyed for some reasons and made it challenging for myself for other reasons. So I saved them to a folder. They don't show up in my feed now, but they could someday later. So go ahead and unfollow anybody or anything that just doesn't make you feel worthy that doesn't make you feel inspired and encouraged and maybe that's a lot of people that you have in your feet but remember your mental health is so worth it your life and loving your life and finding contentment with who you are and who you were created to be is so much more important than seeing that girl's outfit or that trip or whatever it might be so Take initiative for yourself. Decide that you're worthy enough and take that step. After you've unfollowed people, maybe set some boundaries. I don't get on my phone or social media at least almost for the first hour that I wake up. It's me making coffee, getting ready for the day, having my quiet time, meditating, trying to prioritize things that I know make me feel really good and are a great way to start my day and not filling it with something right off the bat that might trigger me not to feel that way. So I say for the first hour you wake up and maybe the last hour before bed, no social media. 
and just see how that affects you. Or maybe you don't pull your phone out when you're with friends for this week and you don't capture y'all's dinners and your hangouts and you're just there actually listening to the conversations rather than trying to like think of a photo around the conversations. And last, I know I've said this, but I cannot reiterate this enough. This will be so powerful if and when you realize that your life and your experiences are valid no matter how many comments, likes, or followers you have. It can get really easy to get caught up in all of it. And it looks glamorous and it seems really easy, but it can be really hard on the other side of that. And it can take away from a lot of the great things that you already have in your life if you're constantly wishing for something else and you're constantly wishing for more. Contentment is so hard to feel because there's always something else we could have. There's always something else we could be doing. But if you can realize how lucky you are to have loved ones in your life or a job that you like or your health or a great place to live or whatever that might be, you can realize how special and unique your life is even if no one else talks about it and even if no one else sees it. There is a real connection to our lives that you can feel only when you are actively living it. And that means both mentally and physically. And if you're mentally checked out trying to think about how it looks or how you can make it look or what other people would think about it, you're not fully living. You're not fully experiencing. And you're only sacrificing your own life to these things. So believe that you're worth that work. Believe that you're worth those boundaries. Believe that your life is still incredible no matter who sees it because it really is. And you don't have to delete these things. You don't have to take off forever, but maybe just try and take off a few days and see what it does. See how you feel about yourself. See how you feel about your life. And it might be way more powerful than you think. It was for me. And coming back has been the healthiest relationship I've had towards Instagram in a long time. And it's so freeing to not feel controlled by something that has no right to, no place to control in my life. So if you are getting on board with this, let me know, share this episode with someone who you think might be interested in taking a break as well. If you've also liked this episode, go ahead and like, subscribe, and leave some feedback wherever you listen to this podcast. It is so very much appreciated. And message me anything you want to hear more about. I am open to conversations and topics and want you to feel encouraged by everything that is shared here. And if there is something that you want to hear me research and talk about, let me know. I hope you all have an incredible day and feel really inspired to maybe make some fasting decisions of your own. Bye guys. (laughs) 